The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. Everybody, Jay Oliver here, another edition of Ask the Medical Experts, all involved in the great uh, Bacani Bay Medical Center. Each and every week, we give you a perspective on what makes this great medical institution uh, run, as far as like a fine-tuned Porsche. Uh, no question about it, the great PBMC. Uh, today, no exception, as we speak with Dr. Ram Jadonath, happens to be in charge of cardiac electrophysiology. Wow. That is a whole lot of verbiage there. We're going to decipher it all as we welcome in. Ram, Doc, how are you? Welcome. Good morning, uh, Jay. Thank you. It is a Good. pleasure. Uh, I said a whole lot there, my friend. And that is uh, cardiac electrophysiology. Give us a little bit about yourself and what you do as that type of physician over at the Peconic Bay Medical Center, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Yes. Well, thank you for having me on, first of all. Um, and, and Peconic Medical Center is uh, now a great medical center. Um, what cardiac electrophysiology is, it's, it's really a subspecialty of cardiovascular disease, or cardiology as we know it. Uh, so we're specialized in managing problems with a heart electrical system, or simply put, problems with the heartbeat itself. And we're lucky to have that service here at Peconic Bay Medical Center. So explain to us, though, the study of CE, cardiac electrophysiology. How does it fit into the PBMC way of doing things, comprehensive suite of cardiac care? Give us a little bit of a dissertation there. Yeah, so problems relating to the cardiac electrophysiology, or if I could put it, the electrical system of the heart, is very prevalent, especially in cardiac patients. And the service is extremely important. Uh, prior to us coming on board here at Peconic Bay Medical Center, our patients had to be uh, sent sometimes 50 to 60 miles away to provide that service. Uh, so it's a great addition to the cardiovascular uh, services at Peconic Bay. Uh, we are known here at Peconic Bay Medical Center for taking care of other heart diseases, especially patients who come in with acute heart attacks. We have a cardiac cath lab that provides 24-7 service that opens up block arteries, and they were named among the top 100 in the country for that. Now, cardiac electrophysiology supplements everything that they're doing, because just like a patient would have a blockage in the artery that requires treatment, patients have problems with their electrical system that requires treatment. Um, they require first accurate diagnosis and treatment. These problems could, could really create a lot of symptoms for the patient, and that's how they come to our attention. What we do here at the Peconic Bay Medical Center is we combine a complete approach to the treatment and diagnosis of these patients. Um, the, the first approach is obviously consultation, office visits, whether it's in the emergency room, the hospital, or in the office, and we diagnose the patient non-invasively, and then we determine if they need to have invasive procedure, and that's where Peconic Bay Medical Center comes in now. We have two state-of-the-art labs um, that has all the equipment up-to-date that we perform these electrical studies. Uh, that allows us, again, to diagnose what the problem is and what treatment uh, would be needed. And the cardiac electrophysiology study, what I tell my patients, is very similar to having 
an angiogram done. A lot of patients are very comfortable and understand the concept of, a, of an angiogram or a cardiac catheterization to look at blocked arteries. When we assess the electrical system of the heart, we're doing something similar, except of looking at blood vessels, we're using our catheters to look at the electrical system. We enter the system the same way, and that's why we use the same type of facilities, which is the cardiac catheterization lab, or also known as the electrophysiology laboratory. And again, Peconic Bay Medical Center is lucky to have two of those labs, very high functional labs. Gotcha. Uh, talking uh, cardiac, a very interesting topic here, folks. Cardiac electrophysiology with Dr. Ram Jadana. Doc, give me an idea regarding some of the disorders that you treat and uh, maybe some of the more common symptoms uh, kind of uh, aligned with it. That's, 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 a, that's a great question because um, that's the crux of the problem. Patients sometimes have symptoms, A, that they're not aware of or their physicians are not aware of that it pertains to their electrical system. Um, and it sometimes takes a long time for them to get to us, and that's what we're trying to do in the community to increase our education to our primary physicians. Typical symptoms might be a patient comes into a primary care physician office with unexplained sweating, or they could feel a little bit of a fluttering sensation in their chest. Or they could feel when they're going up the steps, oh, my heart is racing a little bit more than it usually does. Or they could have the classic symptoms of weakness, fatigue, even shortness of breath, or even chest discomfort. Those are the bulk of the symptoms. Uh, very common symptoms also dizziness. When you get past those basic symptoms, which a patient could have for many years sometimes before they get to us, uh, and our job is to shorten that time so they could get us a little bit quicker, when you get past the basic symptoms, you could have more serious issues like loss of consciousness, abrupt loss of consciousness while you're driving your motor vehicle. Or even worse, you could present to the emergency room with a sudden cardiac arrest. So that's the spectrum of symptoms um, from, from very mild to major that we deal with. Gotcha. Dr. Uh, Ramjadana with us talking cardiac here. Very important. Uh, topic. Doc, how do you uh, access the electrical systems of the heart? Maybe activity. I mean, is it is it all through uh, electric cardiogram, that type of thing? Are there other method? Is there another methodology kind of in play? Yes. Uh, um, so beyond just taking a nice history and getting the symptoms, yeah, we have first, we always start with what I call non-invasive testing. And the very basic testing that you could get done in any doctor's office is, is the standard electrocardiogram, which often is, is very revealing and helpful in terms of leading the patient to the cardiac electrophysiologist. Now, an electrocardiogram is only six seconds in time. So obviously, if you're not having symptoms then, you may not record it. So we have now more sophisticated ways of having the patient record their heart rhythm more continuously over the course of a day. Uh, we sometimes recommend various types of external monitoring that we issue to the patient, or we sometimes use the monitors that a patient has. For example, not to plug the Apple Watch, but things like uh, these recordings from an Apple Watch or a Fitbit and other types of recording devices. The patient is able to record it, they save it, and then they bring it to my office, and I review it with them. And that's, that's an incredible advancement. 
Um, and patients who can't do the external recordings for themselves, um, or if it's not sufficient enough, we sometimes will implant a little chip in their chest. Uh, it, goes, it goes right below the skin. It takes about less than five minutes to do, not uncomfortable, and that device is good to record 24-7. It connects to my office or Northwell Health through what's called Wi-Fi with a transponder. So we have a team of 21 people looking at those monitors, and we're monitoring a lot of patients across Long Island. Uh, right now, our system is monitoring about 20,000 people um, you know, with various heart ailments. So this is a very robust system that Peconic Bay and uh, Northwell Health is involved with. So that's the non-invasive monitoring. Now, if you find a problem based on non-invasive monitoring, these patients would then, some of them may be candidates for the cardiac electrophysiology study. What that is, again, is, as I said, it's like a cardiac catheterization where you're accessing their heart through the femoral vein, which is the vein that you get from the groin, through a, a simple needle puncture, the way you would put an intravenous line in, is a similar concept. It's not a big incision. It's just a needle puncture. It's often done under anesthesia, and a patient, really, their comfort level, it's not a painful procedure, and with anesthesia, it makes it very easy for them. That procedure takes anywhere from about a half hour to an hour in most patients. And based on findings, we would then determine whether that patient needs treatment. The treatment could be either a medication, it could be a pacemaker, it could be a defibrillator, or it could be a special procedure that we do here at Peconic Bay Medical Center uh, called catheter ablation. And what that simply is, is we find the area in the heart responsible for the generation of this bad heartbeat, and we cauterize it or we zap it. We, we get rid of that tissue that's creating the arrhythmia through an energy called radiofrequency energy. Uh, that destroys that very small area, microscopic almost, without damaging the rest of the heart. Very safe procedure. It's been done for over 25 years across the country, and we've brought that technique to Peconic Bay. Great stuff. It really is fascinating, I'll tell you, the way you described it. Uh, we've heard some of the terminology, but it's fascinating in full definition. And we will get back to more uh, interesting discussion regarding cardiac electrophysiology with Dr. Ram Jadonath, BBMC, as the medical experts, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We will take a short break and return after these words. Jay Oliver here. Each and every week, we give you an expert in the perspective field of the great Peconic Bay Medical Center talking cardiac care and electrophysiology with Dr. Ram Jadonath. Uh, very interesting discussion. Uh, Ram, doctor, let's uh, let's get into, uh, you know, the PBMC. Now, I was reading it's home to several electrophysiology labs. What are these labs used for and why is having access to these labs so important? The labs, uh, thankful to uh, Conic Bay, they have spent a lot of money creating these labs, state-of-the-art with very high-tech equipment. Uh, they are useful in getting the patient from our street 
to the ER, straight to the lab, and often we could do that sometimes in less than a half hour. So having complete access to these labs is greatly benefits the care of our patients in a very expeditious manner because time is of the essence in many of these things, uh, especially when it comes to situations where patients have an acute heart attack from a blockage in an artery, they're taken to the lab, and their vessel often is opened up within a half hour of their presentation. Similarly, a patient may come into to Peconic Bay Medical Center with, with, with a heartbeat that's absent uh, or very slow, and they can't sustain uh, their physiologic functions. They're taken to the lab, and we put in a what's called a temporary pacemaker, or sometimes we would put a permanent pacemaker in at the same time. So having these labs here at Peconic Bay is clearly saving lives. Sure is, no question. Uh, and with that, I don't know where you'd be, to be quite frankly. Can you tell the listeners uh, about the advanced exercise and some of the telemetry technologies in your department that PBMC has to offer? And how do these types of technologies, Doc, enhance patient care overall? Yeah, so we have a couple of different technologies, but so much we touched on. But to review, we have the field of exercise physiology and cardiac rehab. And many of our patients, uh, whether they've gotten care elsewhere or at Peconic Bay, they're candidates for this kind of care of cardiac rehab. And that's part of our advanced physiology program. And, for example, a patient might have had open-heart surgery, and they need weeks of rehab, and we have program exercises that go through to make them better, or a patient may have heart failure. And other conditions post-heart attack, these are all patients who benefit from this advanced exercise program. In terms of our telemetry, our patients, when they come into Peconic Bay Medical Center, they're hooked up to a monitor, and we have a central monitoring station for these patients so we could know exactly what their heartbeat is doing throughout their hospital stay. Uh, these are small units that are attached to the patient, and they get relayed uh, to our central station. The same technology we're able to give patients when they go home. And, again, this is enhancing um, our ability to make the most accurate diagnosis of these patients. So it's a combination of exercise physiology and monitoring, and those two combinations we think is playing a big part in the diagnosis and management of heart disease. Yeah, I'm sure it does, no question. You know, I was reading a U.S. News & World report with Dr. Ram Jadana, uh, cardiac uh, electrophysiology, PBMC folks. Uh, I was reading this report, U.S. News & World report, Doc, rated the PBMC cardiology department as high-performing, especially when it comes to uh, uh, heart failure. What, What goes into that, making them such a strong center over there? Yeah, thank you for bringing that up, Jay. Uh, we were very pleased. The newest news and world report ranking and news are, are highly sought after uh, and are very accurate. Uh, for Peconic Bay Medical Center to make it in the top 100 in the country, uh, it's really exciting not only for Peconic Bay Medical Center and the complete uh, staff, but it's also for people in our community, all our EMS people and all of our extended care providers and the community as a whole. Uh, so we're very pleased that we're all growing together and we're showing them high-quality product because that's what our people deserve. They deserve the highest quality care, and that's the commitment we made when we came to Peconic Bay 
that it would be the highest quality of care, and we've shown that in a very short period of time. What goes into RIT is uh, we are a major part of the Northwell Health System. We're part of it. We're, uh, as a result, we take all and we share all the best practices across our system. And I think that's what's so exciting about being part of a large health system. We're able to share best practices. We have a very rigorous quality assurance process and an extremely rigorous peer review process. And this is what allows us, if we make a misstep, to analyze it and correct it very quickly. Our team is, our team is highly motivated from our housekeeping to our dietary department to our high-level nurses, advanced care providers, technicians, our clerical staff or administrative staff. What's making this hospital grow and become what it is is the fact that we work as a team, and that's what's promoted by our CEO. Um, so it's the team effort and bringing all the high-level expertise. When you marry those two things together, you're going to have a great medical center. No question. Does not hurt being under that Northwell Health umbrella either. That is for sure. Uh, talking with Dr. Ramjadana. Um, give me a little idea. Are you are, are there any current health trends, Doc, that you see uh, in Suffolk County uh, of concern? Uh, what about some of that going on right now, trend-wise? Yes. So the trend uh, was pretty static until prior to COVID. Prior to COVID, we believe. But this was being looked at by many health organizations. Um, after COVID, people have been relocating to Suffolk County and east of Suffolk uh, in large numbers, as we are all aware of. Uh, and it's not only the retirees that are coming in this area. It's now families with young kids and starting a new life. And uh, we're seeing our communities grow. And as a result, uh, the, the need for health care in Suffolk County is growing at a much more rapid pace than Nassau County. And Northwell Health is very familiar with that data, and they're deploying a lot of their top-level physicians to Suffolk for that reason. So it says, A, is the growth of our population, and B, it's the awareness that a disease that they were sitting on for many years, they are now being told that, hey, we could treat this a lot quicker, and you will feel a lot better, or you'll live longer. So those two trends, uh, when combined together, is making Suffolk County very busy, and um, it's going to be the place to be in the decade to come, at least in terms of health care. Right at the top with Dr. Ramja Donath here. Um, listen, I ask this every week to our experts, um, to you, do you offer telehealth for your, for your patients, telehealth? And, and where can scheduling information be found, sir? Yes, so I, I, I'm a firm believer in telehealth. I think I educate my patients when they're going to use telehealth, how it should be used, and how you should prepare for a telehealth visit. Because if it's not used in a proper way or you didn't do the proper presentation, you might have just wasted your time. So our patients are prepared uh, for their visits. We do offer it, um, but we prepare them. We tell them what type of records they need, what we need to see before the visit. Uh, we help them out a lot with the technical details, especially the older folks who sometimes have some trouble signing on to the websites, those type of things. So we provide help through the office to, to help them through that process. It's not as intimidating. I'm a huge believer in telehealth. I think once a patient has one visit with a physician that year, 
subsequent visits for follow-up could often be a telehealth visit. And that's what I advise a lot of my patients, uh, that a lot of things that I'll have to say to you could be done by telehealth. Uh, rather than wait for an appointment, your schedule is busy and you can't make it to the office, and you put off important health care, telehealth you could do from a lot of different places. So it's going to change the way we deliver care in, in America. And um, and I think it's going to result in a healthier population over time. No question. In the time allotted, sir, listeners right now, where would they go? Where would they learn more about this fascinating uh, topic of electrophysiology at the kind of pay medical center? Okay. Uh, they have to go online and they do pbmchealth.org. And they'll learn about everything we are doing the PBMC cardiac-wise and other things too, and it would also assist them in getting appointments and those type of things. Um, so that, the website, again, is pbmchealth.org. Doctor, you have been as informative as could be. Very, very important topic. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, cardiac electrophysiology. Check it out. That's a great expert we had in Dr. Ramja Donath. Doc, thanks so much for your time, and, you know, maybe a little bit down the road we'll chat again. How's that? Thank you so much, Jay. You have a great day. Appreciate it. Enjoyed it. Jay Oliver here. We'll do it again next week. Ladies and gentlemen, ask the medical experts. The Peconic Bay Medical Center. Stay well. Stay safe. More importantly, stay healthy. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.